Welcome. I'm Amy Winslow from Products to Profits. We host the Product Business Show every other Monday as a live call-in show um, through our website and through phone lines, and, and so you can find it there for sure. And then we have officially launched the podcast of the Product Business Show, and if you're on the live Q&A line uh, list, you'll have seen some announcements about that. So welcome to everybody who's uh, going to be listening to this as a podcast as well. So we work specifically with new consumer product businesses every day, and we work to grow them from either startup all the way into they're doing massive sales, as well as some of our clients are in a position where they get referred to us because they're losing market share and they need to fix some problems. So we do a lot of work that way as well. Today's topic is pretty near and dear to my heart. It's all about what happens after you do a million dollars in sales of a product. And the reason it's near and dear to my heart is we get asked questions on this a lot, but people don't know that they're necessarily asking in this area. What it sounds like is something along the lines of, well, oh, it's grown so fast, I don't know who to hire next. Or, um, okay, well, we did this much, but, you know, I don't know, it feels like the market is tapped out, should we add a new product? It's the after a million dollars in sales is one benchmark of when you've done really significant proof of concept and all of the sudden you um, are looking at, well, how are you going to continue to fuel your growth? How are you going to continue to grow, continue to evolve? Now, if you are a manufacturer, the million dollars is pretty easy to get to, right? Because you have the um, wholesale price and you've got cost of goods. It doesn't mean that you are making a million dollars in profit, right, because of the cost of goods that you're selling. Now, if you are a distributor, for example, you're selling someone else's products on Amazon, for example, okay, then you're really acting as a distribu distribution point, and it's third-party distribution, actually, since it's through Amazon in that example. And what's going to happen is that the cracks in your business foundation are going to show up a little earlier. It's going to probably start to occur around half a million dollars in sales, okay? And that's because you have more complexities to your business. Um, you don't have quite the same numbers or margins, and you're probably going to end up needing to have more products going on to make the sales happen, right? So since there's more complexity in the business, the cracks in your foundation show up sooner. And those are going to look like things, oh, it could be you have a lot of orders coming in and there's customer service phone calls that need to be taken and you feel like you need to do more sourcing, um, some of those kind of telltale signs. Um, service businesses, it can happen at different points. So the after the million dollars in sales is an interesting benchmark. It usually is where you need to make the decision to expand further and how you're going to do that and what's the vision of the next thing you're building. Okay? So after a million dollars in sales, you, money gets easier to find, meaning 
um, you have purchase orders that you can finance. Typically, investors will definitely be sitting up and taking notice like, oh, you made a million dollars in sales. So um, you may have money waiting on the sidelines as investment money to come in, which is pretty awesome. And so this after a million dollars is really intriguing. Now, how much money you've ended up with out of that million dollars is a function of your profit margin and how your business is set up, okay? So a million dollars sounds like a lot. A million dollars is not a lot if you've had to spend $900,000 to get to the million, right? If your cost of goods was really high or your profit margin was kind of funny. If you're in that case where your profit margin is a bit low and you're not making much per unit that you sell, you should look at is there cost-cutting measures you can do or are there things you can do to raise the price point that you're selling at, right? Typically, those would be look at your packaging, see if there's um, something off there that would raise your value and support a different price point, meaning a higher price. Or sometimes you can actually bundle some products together differently. Um, there's, Or you may have inventory that doesn't perform really well that kind of dragged your averages down. So you want to look in those areas. If you're sailing through the million-dollar mark, right, like it was awesome and it was easy, then what you're going to do is you're going to continue to pump the things that are working, right? Look at, okay, is there any profit margin improvement you can do, meaning can you lower costs? Can you add some bundled product to get six packs of product going, for example, or three packs or whatever? And then you're going to go, okay, with the cash flow that we have, what are the new opportunities that we can take advantage of? Okay? And that's how you're going to fuel your growth. It might be that you start to look at maybe doing your second product if it's closely related. If you've done a million dollars in sales on one product line, usually you can kind of reconfigure the product line and keep going and keep um, deepening your market acceptance. You don't want to jump ship and go, woo, I'm on to my next thing. You want to stay with that and keep going and deepen that market penetration so that you have a really, really solid base. Okay? Now, you have to keep your eye on the sales cycles, right? When you've done a million dollars in business, you're going to be looking at what is the history of the sales, right? Are you on the the upward trend or is it starting to plateau or level out and decline, right? Because that will tell you where you are in your product life cycle. And uh, if you could see me, I'm actually showing you with my hands. Um, it, every product has a life cycle depending on um, if it's trend or not, or if it's a sustainable product, that'll determine how long the life cycle is and how high it goes. Trends can go really high really fast and then tank really fast, right? So if you were looking at the, you know, Pet Rock from years ago or Chia Pets. Chia Pets are still being sold, by the way. Um, even Snuggie was a trend product. They did the majority of their $500 million year um to date sales happened in a very short, compressed amount of time. They did about $425 million in just a few years, and now they've added about another $75 million 
in a, its slower pace and the evolutions of the product. So I'm happy to talk a little bit more about this and answer your questions, specifically around, you know, how do you grow the business, et cetera, or if there's something that's on a different topic and you want to ask, go ahead, chime in with that. If you're on the phone lines, you're going to press star 2 to raise your hand today, and that'll let me know you have a question. And if you're on the webcast, you can type something in the Q&A, and that'll pop it up for me. Let's see. Okay. So one question from the webcast. Ah, how do I get to a million dollars in sales? That's a great question. Um, it depends on your exact product. If you can do some joint ventures, that may help you if you can do a launch event. So it always comes down to what's your product, what's the market you're trying to reach, and what's the budget you have. Okay? And if you are budget crunched, do you have a lot of time? Meaning, is this the thing that you're doing full time? If you are not doing it full time and you're working a job, you need to carve out some money to hire some resources. So that will help you tremendously. Um, we work with new products all the time. So I'm happy to have that conversation. Um, so the getting to a million dollars question. It's really going to come down to your product, where you are in the life cycle of your product, meaning are you still developing it? Are you launched yet? Um, if you're launched and your sales are stagnant, look at your messaging and make sure that your messaging is on track. We looked at a product last week where they're about to order 5,000 boxes and they sent us the artwork as part of um, a discovery conversation with us to see if we should work together. And there's definitely changes that should be happening. There were some typos. There were some weird translations. Um, those kinds of things will affect your sales and how quickly you can grow to where you want to get. Okay. Now, that product is looking at a QVC launch, and so it's a little different. Um, but when people open the box after receiving a QVC or an Amazon product, they have to believe in it in order to use it and enjoy it and give you good reviews. So when you're trying to get to a million dollars, your messaging is really important if you're already launched. That's actually what we call the second factor of the four, okay? So with that, um, let me take a look back at the phone lines. You can press star two. That'll raise your hand. Wow, I see, uh, I see some familiar, some familiar names here today. This is awesome. Oh, we have another webcast question. Okay. I've done over a million dollars in one sales account. Oh, Amazon. And now I want to do more in other accounts. What should I be doing? Okay. So when you are doing, say, a million dollars on Amazon or uh, even in the, like, 250 range on an annual basis on an Amazon product, usually you're going to start looking at do you need to do other products? Do you need an upgrade in packaging? If you are going to go from Amazon or online selling only to approaching retailers that have, you know, their own .com, like Walmart.com or Target.com or BadBethAndBeyond.com. Even if you're going to be in the .com environment that they have, they usually are going to want your packaging to be really, really solid. And that means they're going to, they're going to want it to look 
professional, okay? So definitely uh, pay attention to that. And actually, with most of the Amazon sellers that we've been talking with, um, including some of the platform owners that work with Amazon that are Amazon developers and that sit on the developer council, right now, most of the products that are doing really well on Amazon are fully branded products. And that's because they're more trustable. Um, the photos look better. The text is, is better. Gone are the days on Amazon or eBay where you could just like throw something up there and hope to be okay. The majority of Amazon sellers make less than about $60,000. And that even includes like the amazing selling machine um, students. So when you're looking at what to do to move off of those platforms, number one, try to put something in place where you're creating your own email list, um, where people have opted in for something, whether it's coupons or recipes or whatever it is that you've given related to your product um, inside your packaging. Take a look at your packaging for sure, and you're going to want to develop good sales materials. So a sell sheet that makes sense, a sales PowerPoint, etc., will help you move from the online environment into offline selling and into online that's larger branded sites where they buy the product from you. So hope that helps you. So I'm going to open up the phone lines and see who's here. I see we've got a ton of people. We'll see how crazy this gets. Uh, hold on. Who's got a question today? Anything about any topic? All the lines are open. Who's here and wants to say a quick hello? Hi, Amy. Hey, is that Dale? No, it's Mike from Cleveland. Hey, Mike. Awesome. Nice to hear your voice. What do you Go mean ahead. by messaging? One more time. Oh, yeah. That's a great question. So messaging is um, anything that is like your brand promise. So in your case, um, messaging is text that you use on your packaging. Your website is part of your messaging. Um, anything that's in a press release. Messaging is the, the words, images, sounds, that you use to convey anything about your product or business, right? So it's kind of like the elements that make up your branding is related to your messaging. And there's there's actually a slide from my talk on Saturday that's all about this. For messaging, um, it's going to be, you know, like your tagline. Like I know you just got your tagline back from trademark searches. That's right. part of your messaging, Right. And okay. the other parts would be if you do a press release related to a product launch, that's part of messaging. Okay, it's it's the how people hear about you, both in terms of the what oh, okay. said and where they heard about it. Right. So there's the there's the what is said, and then there's the method of communicating it. Meaning, is it online? Is it traditional media? Is it social media? What? That's all part of messaging. Okay. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank, thank you for asking that because I'm sure someone else had the question and, and just, you know, it doesn't occur to me that maybe I was using a little lingo. So thank you. Yeah. Well, I was um, going to ask how you get them dollars, but somebody else asked that already too. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, how you get to the million dollars is, like I said, dependent on your product, number one. 
your price point and your margin is really important. And then who are you um, connected to or partnered with for the sales platforms that you're going to use? We're going to be – I have a special guest that I think is going to be coming on in the next couple of months that their service posts listings for online sales across about seven different platforms, Amazon included. It optimizes the listings. It manages your inventory. It does all these really cool things. So I'm going to have them on to talk about the trends right now in the e-commerce space. And the best um, sales at this point in time for the majority of online selling are people that are selling on like three platforms. It's not usually just um, Amazon anymore or just eBay or just Jet.com. It's usually that there's a platform and then there's two other places. So right. should be good. I'll keep you posted, all right? All right. Thank you. Sure. Well, I see we've got people from Philadelphia and New York, Ohio. Um, it looks like we've got Canada. Um, wow, another person from Philadelphia. That's really cool. I'm going to mute the lines for privacy so we get a clean recording. I'm going to go back over to our online Q&A. If anybody on the phone line has a question, just raise raise your hand with star two, and we'll take care of that. And so a couple announcements while we're accumulating questions. The podcast. I really would encourage you to go listen to the podcast. It's under the Product Business Show on iTunes and Google Play. And what we've done is we've taken some of the most popular shows from our archives. We've posted them over there. Um, we're updating some content. The interview with Jim McCarthy where we were talking about being an entrepreneur and growing his business to $150 million a year, um, that's all going to be over there in the podcast. And we have been toying with do we want to move back over to doing the Facebook Live and use that as the platform for the live show without the phone lines. It's something that, you know, I'd love your input on and what you think about that. Um, if you would like us to keep the phone lines, we, we're happy to consider that. But um, it's really got to be a collaboration between all of us. So with that, today's show will go up on the podcast um, probably next week. And we'll be talking a bit more about the collision that's going on between e-commerce and retail. Um, at this point in time, I'm on a committee that is building a lot of corporate relationships for a conference that's coming up in March. And it's a it's a very large conference. If we can pull this together, it'll be pretty spectacular because it'll involve uh, – the conference has VPs from everybody from Nordstrom's and Amazon, um, most of the major brands are going to be there, and it's a very select kind of place. And so those corporate contacts will be uh, very intriguing, and it'll be a deepening. And it's across all sections of their um, business management, too. It's for everybody from IT into the buying and purchasing side. So um, with that, I'm super excited about it. Um, we've been doing some additional meetings, and... It should be really fun. So I am 
really looking forward to what's unfolding here. Um, let me check the webcast. Okay. Well, it looks like we've handled all the questions for today. So with that, everybody, have a great rest of your week. If you are already working with us, we love you. We appreciate you. And, you know, from the bottom of our heart, thank you so much for uh, being in our lives and being in our sphere. And if you're listening to this show and that's how you're participating with us, thank you for that. Uh, please refer other people to the show, listen to the podcast, and help us um, reach the new and noteworthy section of the podcast distribution list. We're really pushing for that. Um, the podcast has been up about two weeks. And so more listens help us immeasurably. And so I would love uh, your help with that if that's appropriate for you. And then lastly, if you're new to us, and you haven't had a conversation, you want to talk about your product, we're happy to do that. We do a complimentary discovery call to get to know you and your project. You can reach us for scheduling that through our website, or you can call Jeff at 626-709-3850. Again, 626-709-3850, and we'll certainly take care of you. With that, everybody, have a great rest of your week. 